You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 74. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey team, it's Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast. This is a podcast I created to bring you fitness, nutrition, health, and all kinds of information that you can use on a daily basis. So anything I bring to you, any topic, I want you to be able to actually take away some fantastic advice and be able to utilize it and put it into play in your life right away. Now, before we get into today's topic, which is about yogurt, and that may seem like a pretty basic topic, but if you have looked on the shelf lately at the market, you would notice that there are so many types of yogurt to choose from, and everybody has been asking me, which do I choose? What is the difference? And so we're going to cover all of that in today's episode. But before we get to that, I just want to share an experience I had today. I was a volunteer at the Austin Half Ironman event, and uh, lucky me, (laughs) I, I somehow got roped into this, but it really ended up being one of the greatest experiences I have had in a very long time. Um... Basically, I said yes, that I would do this before I had thought a couple things through. So a friend of mine, Glenn, asked if I would be a stand-up paddleboard volunteer during the swim portion of the race today. And of course, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll totally do that. And then when I hung up and registered to be a volunteer, I sort of hadn't thought about what time I'd have to wake up in the morning and how cold it was going to be out there today, which is... Something I haven't had to think about in a while because I live in Austin and it honestly has been in the high 80s still and humid for, I mean, just last week, I think it was almost 90. So this hadn't even come to my mind when I accepted the task of being a stand-up paddleboarder today. Needless to say, I went ahead and did it, got up at 3.20 a.m. this morning to volunteer. It was, gosh, it had to be in the very low 40s. It may have even been in the high 30s this morning and I was all bundled up. I had to wear my full wetsuit. So I got my practice on putting that on for Ironman Arizona coming up. Had a sweatshirt, two sweatshirts over it. You know, we were all, it was freezing out there. The water temp was much warmer. I think the water was probably almost 70. And so if if I had been a swimmer, the water would actually have felt great compared to the air temperature. So anyway, I paddleboarded myself over to my section. I was near the finish line for the swim. And it was a really interesting experience because it was exciting to watch the pros go by because they're just unbelievable. They're so fast and they're so smooth. And so that was fun to watch. And then there's all the age groupers. And you kind of see a little bit of everything. You see some good swimmers. You see some average swimmers. But everybody's doing it and getting through it. And, you know, it was really fun to watch them as well because I'm one of those age groupers. So it's neat to sort of see it from a different perspective. But then the truly most inspiring part of watching was not the people who are the fastest, but actually the people who were at the end of it. Because these are the people who are thinking to themselves, I don't know if I can actually do this. I don't know if I'm gonna make it to the finish line. And I was so inspired watching them. I mean, one guy, I'm fairly certain, breaststroked the entire course, which honestly, I think that would be way harder. But man, he was breaststroking and he was not moving fast, but he was doing it. And then one lady looked at me and said, I need help. 
So I said, all right, come to me. You're fine. You try to calm them down. Come to me. So I, I can't really paddleboard in front of everybody else who's making their way to the finish. So I was like, come to me. So she came over and she said, I'm, I feel like I'm almost hypothermic. Can you just finish with me? I said, I can. You can't hold on to the board and have me go. You can hold on to the board to take a rest, but the board cannot propel you forward. I said, but I will stay next to your side until you get to the finish. And she said, okay, thank you so much. So I paddleboarded next to her and she got to that finish line and she turned around and she thanked me. I almost cried, but she was right there and she was so strong, but she just needed that confidence at the very end. And she was cold, the poor thing. I mean, she'd probably been out there a really long time and she did it. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like all of the pain of getting up at 320 and the fact that I cannot feel my feet right now, um, the fact that I just peed in my wetsuit and I can't jump in the water, (laughs) all the joys. She made it all so worth it to me to help one person get through. And then after that, you know, really the slowest people are finishing and they needed the most help. They needed the most encouragement. They would look at me and I would look at them and I would say, you can do it. You're doing it. And then they would put their face back in the water and keep going. And, oh, it was awesome. It was so awesome. And the reason that I want to share this is because I, you know, I'm always encouraging my clients, do a 5K, do a half marathon, do a triathlon, do something that makes you uncomfortable. And why? Because when these people got out of the water today, whether they finished that race or not, I guarantee you that was the hardest thing they'd probably ever done, or at least one of. They were so empowered by the fact that they completed that. They worked probably very hard to get there and to finish that. And once you do something like that, you would be amazed how that carries over into other areas of your life. Because you start to think back and you're like, well, I can do this because let me tell you what I've already done. I've done, you know, that Austin 70.3 swim. Trust me, I all the time think to myself, I can do that. I did the Alcatraz swim. If I can do the Alcatraz swim, I can do anything. That type of mentality. And the last thing I want to say that don't just assume that everyone out there at these races is the fittest person out there. You know, I think a lot of people hesitate to do the half marathon, the marathon, the triathlon, the Ironman because they think, oh, I'm not fit enough. Well, let me tell you what I saw out there in the water today. I saw everything. I saw the most fit people to bodies that did not look fit. But yet they were strong. They were doing this. So don't let that hold you back at any point because any person with anybody who's willing to train for this can do it. All right? And so the last thing would be on this topic, if you can volunteer in an event like that and help someone get past a fear or reach a goal, it is such an honor. So when they would thank me, I felt like, no, 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 thank you. It is an honor to help someone get to that goal. All right, let's talk yogurt, all right? Let's first start with the fun tip of the day that actually relates to our topic. Did you know that 65% of the population is officially diagnosed with lactose intolerance? That's a big percent, 65%. But many experts actually believe that we are all a little bit lactose intolerant. But we tend to brush off the bloating and the gas. So if you're that person who goes to Starbucks and you get the latte and you're always bloated afterwards and you're gassy afterwards and your belt gets too tight, it's because you're probably a little bit lactose intolerant and apparently most of us are. Now, 
completely lactose intolerant is one thing, but I think a lot of us just to be tend to be a little lactose intolerant sensitive, you could say. It's not really terrible. Um, you just get a little gassy, a little bloated, but nothing, nothing terrible, all right? That's the majority of us. Now, why does this happen? The reason it can be difficult for us to digest this dairy is that as we grow older, we actually start producing less of the enzyme called lactase. And the lactase is responsible for breaking up lactose, the complex sugar that's actually found in milk. So not enough lactase basically means that the lactose molecules are ending up in your colon and the bacteria eats them up, producing gas and for some people even diarrhea. For those with the milder lactose intolerance cases, which I do think is the majority, um, there's many dairy-based foods that actually will not trigger those stomach troubles. So it's not all dairy, uh, but most dairy might, but there are some things that are naturally lower in that lactose content. And guess what? One of them is yogurt. All right? But it's not all types of yogurt. And so that's what we're going to go over today and talk a little bit what type of yogurt is best for you, what should you look for, Is it good for your children? Which ones are they eating? I can already tell you it's probably blue (laughs) if it's the kiddos. Um, So let's talk a little bit about the yogurt because again, if you have gone to the market lately and you looked at the yogurt section, it's overwhelming. There are a zillion options. There's regular yogurt, there's fat-free, there's Greek yogurt, there's light yogurt, there's kefir, there's Icelandic yogurt, the, the skier. I mean, the list goes on and on. And then there's, you know, Greek non-fat, Greek full fat. Like it's one uh, option on top of another. So we're going to go through each one. I'm going to talk a little bit about what benefit there is to some of these different types of yogurt, which one might benefit you. Now, overall, why should we eat yogurt? There's actually a few really good reasons that yogurt is really good for us. And if you can ingest it, I highly recommend it. The first one is the probiotics that are in yogurt. Probiotics are the friendly or what we call like the good bacteria that turn milk into yogurt. So you want to look for yogurt that says the quote literally on it, it should say live and active cultures, a little seal like that. It should say that on the yogurt package. And you want to avoid yogurts that have been pasteurized after production. So that healthy probiotic bacteria, that's what's used to make yogurt. They turn the milk sugar, that lactose, into lactic acid, and that causes the yogurt to taste a little more sour. So yogurt can have that sour taste, especially the Greek yogurt, which we'll talk about. Now, these probiotic bacteria, often referred to as the live cultures in yogurt, can offer a large number of health benefits. So this is why it's so important to get the yogurt in. Some of the things that research says on probiotics, and definitely this research is still really at its infancy, but they say that the probiotics can help improve symptoms of lactose intolerance, as we just said, also can stimulate the immune system. It can significantly reduce symptoms of depression. That's so interesting to me. It can reduce the risk of antibiotic-associated diarrhea in children and adults. So I don't know if you've ever heard, if you're ever on antibiotics, you need to get in the healthy bacteria 
and you can do this by eating yogurt. So if you're gonna go on antibiotics or your child is, yogurt is a great natural way to get that healthy bacteria back into the gut. And it will also improve symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome. All of those things are helped by the probiotics. So awesome. Some studies said or other studies said that yogurt can actually help lower cholesterol, body weight, and even inflammatory markers. Now, of course, especially with body weight, it depends what type of yogurt you are going to be eating. So we're going to talk about each one, as I said, in detail. Now, another reason you want to take in yogurt is because it has very high protein. And that is something that so many people lack in their diet or enough of it. Greek yogurt especially has such high protein. So this is basically a natural food item where you can get the protein. Um, it's a great snack. It's also very filling. You can add it to shakes. <clears throat> and we'll talk about the Eagle Shake that we add it to. The last reason you want yogurt also is it has calcium in it. And you need that calcium in your body. Your child needs calcium as well. And a lot of us don't drink milk anymore. Um, that's something maybe we did as kids. A lot of us just don't drink as much as we used to. I, I don't drink a lot of milk because I have that tendency towards lactose intolerance as well. So milk is definitely not a place I'm getting the calcium, but yogurt can be a great source. And they say cup for cup, yogurt can contain more calcium than a glass of milk. So another great way to help your kiddo get enough calcium in and protein. So like after a big workout for you or your child, having a nice bowl of yogurt is definitely going to be a benefit. Now, what should you look for in your yogurt? I have had clients say, look, my kid always wants the blue yogurt in the little tube. Is that okay? You know, or they want this one. It has the fruit in it. What should you actually look for in your yogurt? These things. This is very important when you're picking out your yogurt. You always want to look at the first few ingredients and you should see milk and active cultures first. If you see other things like sugar as the first item, I do not want you to get it. All right, so milk and active cultures should really be the very first ingredients that you see. And you don't wanna see 6,000 ingredients in this yogurt. It should be fairly limited, all right? The second thing you wanna make sure your yogurt has or does not have is you wanna make sure it does not have too much sugar because this is definitely a place that you can get very tricked in what you buy. And the kids always want the fruit one, the one with the honey in it, and all of these have a ton of sugar. And that's not a huge benefit to you, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Anything over 18 grams of sugar in your yogurt per serving is way too much. So I would say nine to 12 grams of sugar would be a max per serving. And if you listen to last week's podcast, you know that you need to look at what is a true serving size of this yogurt to make sure how much sugar you're actually taking in. Now, sugar can be listed under a number of different names, including sucrose, high fructose corn syrup, which is a big no-no, fruit juice, cane sugar, agave nectar. So it's not always just going to say sugar, but it could be any of those things that you might see on the label. If it says high fructose corn syrup, I don't even want you to pick it up, and it definitely is not going in that shopping cart. Now, the next thing you want to look for on that label 
You do not want any added sweeteners. You do not want artificial sweeteners. And you always want to opt for adding fresh fruit to a plain flavor yogurt. So I know this one is really tough for the kids. So if you're choosing something for your child and they just will not have a plain yogurt, try adding fruit to it, like fresh blueberries, fresh strawberries, mix it up for them. It will still be way less sugar than that strawberry yogurt that they're going to buy. Or if you are gonna need to get a flavored yogurt for your kiddo especially, just look at how much sugar is actually in it because some brands will have a lot more than others. And the last thing I recommend you look for is dye. And this is, again, primarily for the kids, but they get so suckered in to the blue one and, you know, the red one. And yogurt can be white, and that's okay. If there is dye, if it says, like, red number 40 or yellow number this, basically ever if there's ever a color and a number, it is a dye. And we do not need dye in our food. There are many natural products we can put into our foods to make them a certain color, like beets would give it a red color and then it's not a chemical dye. So I definitely recommend no dye. If you look at that yogurt and it has a color and a number, please put it back. You do not need that chemical in your body or your child's body. And just so you know, I remember when my son was little, he used to eat that blue Gogurt, I think it was called, and his poop used to be blue, and I was stunned. And once I saw the blue poop, we never bought the blue yogurt again. <laughs> that was a big eye opener for me in so many ways. All right, so which yogurt is actually best? Is there one that is healthier? Is there one that is better than another, better for you? Like, is Greek yogurt better than regular yogurt? Not necessarily, it just really depends why you are eating the yogurt. It's almost like you have to pick the goal of this yogurt to figure out which one might be the best for you. Is it because you need more protein in your day? Is it just a snack and, and calories and fat at this point don't, you're not on a diet or anything and that doesn't mean anything? Then you could go with a different type. So we'll start off with the most basic one, which is just a whole milk yogurt. It is the richest of the plain yogurts, Whole milk yogurt has anywhere from six to eight grams of fat per cup. Some brands of whole milk yogurt called farm style will actually come with a layer of yogurt cream on the top. So if you're that person who really likes that thick, rich cream on the top and you don't have any issues with the high fat, maybe, maybe you had a really low fat kind of day and you're actually like a little bit shaky and starving and you need fat in your day, I mean, healthy fat is good for you, then a whole milk, whole milk yogurt might be a great option for that day. A low fat yogurt may contain anywhere from two to five grams of fat per cup. So obviously a little bit lower than that whole milk. And then a non-fat yogurt contains less than 0.5% milk fat by weight. It's less tangy than either low fat or whole milk yogurt. And it makes a good stand-in, just so you know, for sour cream. So often I will use a little bit of yogurt instead of sour cream in some of my recipes. Now, Greek yogurt is kind of like all the rage, right? Over the past decade or so, Greek yogurt has definitely become very, very popular. Greek yogurt is traditionally yogurt that has been strained 
and have the whey removed, resulting in a very thick yogurt. So the consistency is definitely thick. If sugar or fruit preserves are added to it, then it's obviously going to be more sugary, just like the conventional yogurts out there. But if not, Greek yogurt can be the better option for you if you are lactose sensitive. So I have found that very interesting. Because of all of the straining that's going on, it is actually, it has less lactose. And for me, knowing that milk can make me a little bit gassy, isn't that lovely? I just told you all. Um, But Greek yogurt doesn't affect me. And I always sort of thought that was interesting and why, but now I know why, because it has less lactose. And so it actually is good for people who are lactose sensitive. So a great option if you are that person who is slightly sensitive to any dairy products. Now, Greek yogurt has about twice as much protein as traditional yogurt and about half the carbs. So the brand that I currently use, because I'm a Costco fanatic, um, they do now have organic yogurt at Costco by the Kirkland brand, and it has 23 grams of protein in a cup. Let me just tell you, I put a cup of yogurt in my shake, and that now has more protein than the protein powder supplements I used to use. I no longer use any protein powders because I don't need to. I can use a real food like Greek yogurt to get more protein than a supplement actually was providing. So Greek yogurt, it's awesome. It is on the sour side. So I do have a lot of clients who are like, I tried your Eagle Shake, it's super sour. If you're really sensitive to sour, you might need a little more of a banana, something like that to sweeten it just a bit. But I've also had a lot of clients say after trying it a few times, now they love that that flavor. So if you're used to really sweet, sugary yogurts, then it may just take a little time for you to get your palate back to a normal balance and that won't seem quite so sour after all. Now, the next yogurt that's actually, they say it's even higher in protein than a Greek yogurt, is the Icelandic yogurt called Skier. So, if eating enough protein is sort of your goal, then this yogurt that is very similar to the Greek yogurt, also done by the straining, same kind of thing, so that the sugary whey can be discarded, still very thick. It is more protein dense uh, than pretty much any of them out there. So very high in protein. They say that one cup of the Siggy brand has 25 grams of protein. So mine had 23, this one has 25. Pretty similar. I've actually never tried the Siggy's brand, but I'm going to now that I've researched it. Um, But either one of those are gonna have a lot of protein. So if you're on one of my programs and you're like, I can never get my protein to the right percent, which is something I work with my clients on, this might be the right type of protein for you. You might wanna go with the Greek or the Skier yogurt because that is gonna have the highest amount. Now, what about for those of you who cannot have dairy? Like you're just like, no, it's not an intolerance, I'm not sensitive, I mean, I cannot have dairy, I don't do dairy. There are dairy-free yogurts out there. So there's soy or coconut yogurt and they have definitely become popular uh, because they're plant-based, they are much lower in fat, than the traditional yogurt, and they do not contain lactose. These are ideal choices choices for those of you who are vegans, um, people with the lactose intolerance, as I said, but just so you know, they do not naturally contain very much calcium. So be sure to check that label for a brand that has some kind of maybe added calcium and vitamin D, because again, 
When you are someone who's not taking in any dairy, if you're not getting your calcium from somewhere, you can definitely get deficient in that. So Greek yogurt, non-dairy, regular yogurt, they can all be healthy options. None is necessarily healthier than the other. It just really depends what type of yogurt you want for the goal that you are trying to achieve. So in total, just pick your yogurt based on your goal. If you need that high protein, I want you to go for the Greek or go for the skier. If you can't do dairy, you wanna choose a non-dairy option. Having, uh, like say you're having a high fat day, like you're like, oh, like my breakfast and lunch, where they were so high in fat, then go for a non-fat yogurt maybe later in the day. There's nothing wrong with non-fat yogurt. So I actually did a whole podcast episode on this too. And if you're interested, there is an episode, I I don't know the the number offhand, but it was about dairy. So go to earnthatbody.com and go to the podcast tab and scroll down and find the one on dairy because I talked about what is the difference between non-fat, low-fat, and full-fat dairy products. It's not that non-fat is bad for you because, you know, it started being talked about like, oh, you should only have whole fat. Whole fat is so good for you. Whole fat is totally fine for you. But if you're getting all of your fats already in, like I eat a ton of avocado, I cook with olive oil, I eat fish. So I tend to have a higher fat day from all of those healthy fats already. Then going with a non-fat yogurt, is there's nothing bad in the non-fat yogurt. It just doesn't have that healthy fat in it anymore. But I'm already getting that fat elsewhere. So that can be a fine swap. Don't think that because people say no, nowadays they say eat whole fat, non-fat's not going to hurt you. So I often have a non-fat yogurt because like I said, I'm already getting all my healthy fat from those other things during the day. Now, if you're on antibiotics, I want you to have some yogurt. I want your kids to have that yogurt too. I want you to get the live and active cultures. It's so important. Let's get it from a food source instead of necessarily always going to the supplement that you might need. Always avoid the sugar. Always avoid the flavored yogurts if you can. Try to get that plain one. Add real fruit to it. Sometimes even just sprinkle with a little bit of granola. That might uh, entice your child to eat the plain one. And anything that has dye, if it's blue, you know, unless that blue came from a blueberry, you probably do not want to get it. So those are the things you want to think about. That's everything about yogurt. Now you know when you go to that shelf, you'll have a little bit more understanding of what to look for and what you're going for. I had someone ask me to do this segment today about yogurt, so thank you. I love when you guys email me different ideas for topics for the podcast. If you ever have a topic that you want me to cover, just shoot me an email to kim at earnthatbody.com. If I feel like it's appropriate and it's about fitness, health, or nutrition, I will likely go ahead and do an episode on it. And again, I really do appreciate when you guys send me that type of information. Now, if you want to have one of my no protein powder shakes. It's called the Eagle. And if you go to earnthatbody.com, right there on the top section, it's uh, it tells you how to get the recipe for my Eagle shake. And the protein source is Greek yogurt. There are no supplements in it at all, which is great if you have kids. So I give my son the Eagle shake all the time after a workout. It's a great high protein. You always want at least 20 grams of protein after a workout within 45 minutes. And that goes for the kids too. I don't 
think you should give your kids supplements like protein powders. So the Eagle Shake is a great option for you and your kiddo. Again, go to earnthatbody.com if you would like that recipe. Now, for those of you, again, who cannot do Greek yogurt, you know, maybe you're dairy-free, you're plant-based, whatever it is, if you have to use a protein powder, the company I do recommend is called The Natural Citizen. You can go to thenaturalcitizen.com, use discount code EARNTHATBODY, and they will give you 15% off of their products. I like their protein powder because it has about four ingredients. And they also test heavily for heavy metals. And that tends to be a problem with supplements is that they're not regulated. And so often they are high in heavy metals, not something you or your child needs to be ingesting. So I personally try to avoid protein powder, but I know that not everybody can. So again, nat- thenaturalcitizen.com. Use discount code EARNTHATBODY. I hope you found this interesting today. And now you know what to look for at the market when you're looking for your yogurt. I hope you have a fantastic week ahead. The holidays are coming. We have the holiday challenge coming up in December. If you want to join us in the two-week challenge to rock that six-pack, then go to shockthatbody.com. You can get more information there. And other than that, just make it an awesome week and get in your protein and your calcium and your yogurt. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.